0: Morning. Peace be with you. We was it something I said, Jerry? (laughs) I can tease him that way. He comes and has coffee with me on Tuesday, so I can do that. He, I'll have to apologize, but I, uh, I'd like to direct your attention to the inside of your bulletin. Ashley did a wonderful job and inserted this. It gives us a schedule. Uh, upcoming so the purpose of this is to keep you informed and the other purpose and I hope or the result would be that we invite friends and I do notice and I do know you invite friends and we see them and I thank you for that and we'll have more handouts in fact one that says why don't you come with me to church okay and then I put on their My pastor promises that he won't bore you, so hopefully I can keep that promise. Also, the bulletin here, uh, the announcements and so forth. Please go through that. And as I said last week, I'm going to refrain from reading them to you. Oftentimes, when we get read at, we might listen. We might hear something that pertains to us, and I don't know if you have this ability, but I have the ability to hear sound but not respond to it or even think about it because it doesn't pertain to me. That's okay with announcements, but it's not okay with sermons. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay, so please take a look at that. As always, we are always looking for help. If you can help uh, in setting up before church in uh, our fellowship uh, people, I know that we can always welcome folks, hands and feet, and help us put out the things that they do on a weekly basis. So consider that, and I appreciate it. We also need prayer warriors, and that's you. I'm looking at a bunch of warriors here, prayer warriors. This church uh, has many people with specific needs, and it's not all petitions. There's a lot of praises out there. Oftentimes our praises that list is a little shorter than our petitions, amen? I mean, it, it does, and, um, and that's, that's human. We'd like for you to volunteer, if you would, uh, to pray for uh, those that are on our prayer list. And if you have prayer concerns, as always, please fill out a card and, and put it in uh, at the time of the offering. And they get prayed on immediately after the service and then throughout the week through a prayer circle. So, prayer matters. Prayer is a gift. Let's use it. Okay? And we have special guest this morning. Uh, We have um, Dr. Uh, Chris Gillette. And many of you have seen him. You were at our Praise Him evening, and I had to miss that. But... Rave reviews, and I'm so glad to have a chance to see you again. And and his wife is here, and I'm sorry I forgot your name. Uh, One more Adair. So that's Adair, everybody. Say hello. Thank you for blessing us, and thank you, Liz, for arranging that. So that is about all that I have, except for the, the, the service, right? So why don't we get up? Why don't we sing as unto the Lord? This happened to be my late father's favorite hymn, Lift High the Cross. ...this morning in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open and all desires are known and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us of all remorse. Let us confess our sins to God our Father, most merciful God, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his son to die for you and for his sake he forgives you all of your sins and as you're called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all of your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God, And for the unity of all Let us pray to the Lord For this holy house And for all who offer here Their worship and praise Let us pray to the Lord Help save comfort and defend us gracious lord this is the feast of victory for our god alleluia The Lord be with you. you. Let us pray. O God, the strength of all who put their trust in you, mercifully grant that by your power we may be defended against all adversity through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be.
1: Good morning. The first reading this morning is from Genesis chapter 45 verses 3 through 15. You can find it in the Bible on page 75. I'll remind you that uh, Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers. They were sent by their father to buy grain from Egypt. And boy, were they in for a surprise. Genesis 45, verses 3 through 15. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still living? But his brothers were not able to answer him because they were terrified at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, come close to me. When they had done so, he said, I am your brother Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. And now, do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here, because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. For two years now, there has been a famine in the land, and for the next five years, there will be no plowing and reaping. But God sent me ahead of you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So then, it was not you who sent me here, but God. He made me father to Pharaoh, lord of his entire household, and ruler of all Egypt. Now, hurry back to my father and say to him, this is what your son Joseph says. God has made me lord of all Egypt. Come down to me. Don't delay. You shall live in the region of Goshen and be near me, you, your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds and all you have. I will provide for you there because five years of famine are still to come. Otherwise, you and your household and all who belong to you will become destitute. You can see for yourselves, and so can my brother Benjamin, that it is really I who is speaking to you. Tell my father about all the honor accorded to me in Egypt and about everything you have seen and bring my father down here quickly. Then he threw his arms around his brother Benjamin and wept, and Benjamin embraced him, weeping. And he kissed all his brothers and wept over them. And afterwards, his brothers talked to him. We will read Psalm 103, verses 1 through 13 responsively. You can find it in your bulletin. Psalm 103, 1 through 13. Praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not his benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He has, known, he has made known his ways to Moses, Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abiding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father, he has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. The epistle this morning is from 1 Corinthians, chapter 15, verses 21 through 42 and you can find it on page 1790. Uh, Paul spent 18 months with the Corinthians. uh, To help you understand the reading, Uh, back then when the fruit trees were planted, the first three years, uh, no fruit were picked. On the fourth year, all the fruit was uh, sent to God. And finally, on the fifth year, fruit was made available. But the first fruit from the tree is the best. And so you'll hear about first fruits and, and there's a reason for that. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15 uh, 21 through 42. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive, but each in turn. Christ, the first fruits. Then when he comes, those who belong to him. Then the end will come when He hands over the kingdom to God the Father after He has destroyed all dominion, authority, and power. For He must reign until He has put all His enemies under His feet. The last enemy to destroy is death, for He has put everything under His feet. Now, when it says that everything has been put under Him, it is clear that this does not include God Himself who put everything under Christ. When he has done this, then the son himself will be made subject to him who put everything under him, so that God may be all in all. Now, if there's no resurrection, what will those who do who are baptized for the dead? If the dead are not raised at all, why are people baptized for them? And as for us, why do we endanger ourselves every hour? I face death every day. Yes, just as surely as I boast about you in Christ Jesus our Lord. If I fought wild beasts in Ephesus with no more than human hopes, what have I gained? If the dead are not raised, let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Do not be misled, bad company corrupts good character. Come back to your senses as you ought and stop sinning for there are some who are ignorant of God. I say this to your shame. But someone will ask, how are the dead raised? With what kind of body will they come? How foolish. What you sow does not come back to life unless it dies. When you sow, you do not plant the body that will be, but just a seed, perhaps of wheat or of something else. But God gives us a body as he has determined. And to each kind of seed, he gives its own body. Not all flesh is the same. People have one kind of flesh, animals have another, birds another, and fish another. There are also heavenly bodies, and there are earthly bodies. But the splendor of the heavenly bodies is one kind, and the splendor of earthly bodies is another. The sun has one kind of splendor, the moon another, and the stars another and star differs from star in splendor. So it will be with the resurrection of the dead. The body that is sown is perishable. It is raised imperishable. Here ends the reading. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: is from St. Luke, chapter 6, verses 27 through 38. and can be found in your pew Bible on page 1601. Glory Lord, Lord. Lord. Luke 6, verses 27 through 38. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies and do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you. And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. And if you love those who love you, what credit is it that to you? And even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even the sinners do that. And if you lend to those to from whom you expect repayment, is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use it, it will be measured to you. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. I have a friend who, uh, his name is Andy Rassman, and he was a teacher at Crean Lutheran High School. And South Orange County, he uh, taught uh, my son John while he was there, and Andy is off at seminary in uh, Minnesota right now, and he shared uh, a posting from a gentleman by the name of Dustin Benji, and I, I don't know Dustin, I probably should, but I don't, but I like what he posted, and this was a suggestion on how to listen to today's sermon. Are you listening? Number one, pray for a receptive heart. Number two, confess known sin before. Number three, keep your Bible open. Number four, take notes to stay focused. Number five, remove distractions. Like phones. We don't have any phone lookers here. Never look at your watch. Don't think that this is for someone else. And lastly, number eight, genuinely, genuinely respond. I titled the sermon this morning. I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. And the theme that I saw in my study for this week is is this, that God in his infinite wisdom and knowledge uses events and people to accomplish his will. Jesus says, but to you who are listening, I say this, love your enemies and do good to those that hate you. He says, bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. I said that. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them. The other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Okay. Okay. Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. And lastly, do to others as you would have them do to you. And I have to ask myself, Ken, you can listen in on my conversation. How are you doing on this? This morning, I actually let somebody merge. They had their blinker up. Thank you. Thank you. I actually let them do it. Granted, I did have my collar on. Does that count? Not really, does it? Thanks, LaVon. No, it doesn't. And even, even if it did count, it's a one and done because I don't often do that. And I think maybe most of California doesn't do that either. The gospel according to Luke this morning is law. These are not merely suggestions nor, as I said, a one and done. They are commands. And again, I ask, who does that? Do you? More than once? Ever? Who does that? It's not fair. I mean, I was in my lane and I would say something that went across my mind. You know what? Lack of planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on mine. Way to go, Christian, huh? Jesus says to love your enemy, to do good to those that do harm to you. And then. Our reading this morning, as um, Gary pointed out, Joseph and his brothers, right? They didn't like this little brother. He was walking around in a really nice coat and telling him about his dreams. And he'd come out to see him, and they, that was it. They were done. So they were going to do him in. Joseph comes to say what he was meant for evil God meant for good. Joseph didn't get thrown in that pit and say, "I don't deserve this." Now it doesn't say that in the in in our scripture reading. It it doesn't. But but he, if he did, if he complained loudly, he we would have it would have been recorded. He didn't. I don't know what he was saying. Imagine he was heartbroken. His brothers, were going to throw him into a pit and leave him to die but he wasn't abandoned. This isn't fair. I don't deserve this. I'd say that. You would too. Joseph had a vision. Once he was in Egypt, sold, he had a vision of skinny cows, right? Isn't there a cheese named that? Skinny cows, something like that, or ice cream. Skinny cows and withering grain. Joseph experienced prison, broken promises. And yet, the Lord blessed him. He became number two in all of Egypt. Number two. He's a foreigner, and he is number two. Remarkable. The Lord blessed Egypt through him. Out of the pit, he wasn't left in Sheol. He, he, he was given and he, he came for redemption for those who forsook him. We see the end game that God in his infinite wisdom and his knowledge uses events and people to further his kingdom agenda. We see further on in the story whereupon Joseph had given grace To his brother, to his brothers, undeserved, unearned favor. Who does that? The people that would have caused him certain death, he rescued them from certain death. And he gave them peace. Who does that? You? Me? No. Not consistently, we don't. There was one who did this. That's why at this church we preach Christ and him crucified. Nothing more, nothing less. Christ did that. As they were going to pin him on to the cross he prayed father forgive them for they know not what they do who does that jesus jesus does that that's not fair i don't deserve that did he say that from the cross but he does impart his peace to all. When Paul tells us what is sown is perishable and what is raised is imperishable, I I take you back to last week when we talked about our bodies being perishable and dying a death like Christ and then being raised like Christ in a resurrection like his. When we're raised, the sin and the ickiness of it is laid behind. God's not going to resurrect us in the final days with the sin in our bodies. No, it's going to be new, new, made new. But, Pastor, I got a raw deal. Can you think of a raw deal that you've had in your life? Maybe you're going through right now. Many of you know about a raw deal that I bring up often and my son Graham. Got a raw deal. I didn't deserve that. And at the time, I couldn't see that he had infinite wisdom nor infinite no- knowledge. And I couldn't see how in the world he would weave a very sick little boy ultimately dying before I felt was his time. How would you weave that into the fabric of your perfect will? Well, flash forward 10 years later, here I am. The time that he was diagnosed, the world said Graham wouldn't live to be two years old. He was one when we got that diagnosis. How do you weave that into the perfect fabric? of your will father I don't see it I didn't see it how about you the files in your mind right now have you been through what you thought was a raw deal and have you been given the gift to see today that God did actually work it for good for you who loves him. He does these things. But I got a raw deal, Pastor Ken, and I don't see how it is a a good deal right now. I don't see how how God uh, is using it to redeem anything other than He must have been really mad at me. I hope you don't feel that way. You got a raw deal? Well, let's talk about Jesus. He got a raw deal, wouldn't you agree? He who was without sin. That's a raw deal. But what did he do? He loved those who hated him. He blessed those who cursed him. He gave to those who took from him. He was faithful to those who were faithless, to those who were unfaithful. Who does this? Jesus, the perfect lamb of God that took away the sin of the world for you and for me. God uses other things other than Events and people, he used his son, we just talked about, but he also uses the sacraments, and he gives those to us to renew you. Who does this, God? To who? To you. Once you were dead in your sins, but through your baptism, you died a death like his, as Paul tells us, and you arose in a resurrection like his. On your brow, we sang this morning, on your brow, You were marked by the cross, sealed by the Spirit, given what you did not earn, given what you did not deserve. When I say when you were baptized, I need to say you are baptized. You're walking wet. You're walking redeemed. And then we have that tension between the already, you're in, but not yet. You're still here. And week after week, we are made new again through the sacrament of the altar here, his true body, his true blood, a means of grace. Grace for you, just like grace that was poured upon those brothers of Joseph. Just like, the only better, just like the grace that Jesus pours out to all who should believe and claim him and confess him with their lips. A foretaste of the feast to come, where we will be feasting with him, No more tears, no more sorrow. Who does that? And it's not fair. And that part is right. It isn't fair. But he did it out of love. He did it for you and for me. And yes, there will be trials. There will be sickness. There will be disappointments. There will be all kinds of things that will make our flesh shout out I don't like this. Or you've seen me say, I wouldn't do it this way. Right? You do that too, huh, Jeff? I wouldn't do it this way. Let me give you some gospel that comes from David. One who is redeemed. One who is wonderfully loved. Psalm 16 verses 8 through 11, David says this, and I pray that you would put this on your heart and say it when things come that shake you, that aren't fair, that hurt. David says, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure. Because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead. You're not going to leave me in the pit, Dad. That's what he's saying. Nor will you let your faithful one see decay. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. And that will do. Come quickly, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Will you please stand? Let us now confess our faith together to the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary and a life everlasting. Amen.
2: Good morning. Brothers and sisters, Let us pray for the whole Church of God throughout the world and for all people in need. Holy and gracious Father, we thank you for this glorious day you have called us together here in Jesus' name. We praise you for your word, which is right and true and for your faithfulness in all you do in our hearts and in our lives. Thank you for your unfailing love and for your promise that all who trust in you will never be put to shame. We ask you, Lord, to lead us and guide us to trust you in all the circumstances of our life together as the body of Christ in this place where we worship you. Lord, we continue to need your help daily in our devotion and prayer life in preparation to tell others the good news of Jesus Christ and the reason for our hope in him. Ignite us for that privilege with a burning desire to do so. Lord, in your mercy, Lord of peace, for the Church of Christ, we ask that the Holy Spirit free her from all bitter jealousy and selfish ambition and fill the baptized with the wisdom from above. Lord, in your mercy, for all servants of the Church to be given the grace to humble themselves before you, O Lord and to proclaim the mystery of the cross and resurrection with zeal and faithfulness. Lord, in your mercy. For our nation and especially our leaders, Congress, Donald, our president, our justices and all who make, administer and judge our laws, that you would protect them from the dangers of selfish ambition, make them true servants and give them courage and integrity lord in your mercy for those in mourning the homebound the lonely the depressed and anxious especially those on our prayer chain and all who desire our prayers that committing their cause to you lord and submitting themselves to you father they may know your peace and receive whatever healing you will for them in mind, body, and spirit. Lord, in your mercy. Loving Father, we thank you for Pastor Ken and his ministry and leadership among us, his compassion, empathy, love, and truly caring for those he shepherds. We ask you to watch over him, protect and guard his health and that of his family. And Father, for all who commune today, that drawing near to you, who in your Eucharist draws near to us, that they may receive the body and blood of Christ with repentance, faith, and hope. Lord, in your mercy. Now, Father, we ask you to hear the prayers of your children spoken out loud or from the heart from their heart in silence into your hands o lord we commend all for whom we pray trusting in your mercy through jesus christ our lord In whose name we pray, amen.
0: The peace of the Lord be with you all. Let us share the peace. He lived among us to reveal your glory and love, that our darkness should give way to his own brilliant light. And so, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy Heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. In the the night in which our Lord Jesus was betrayed, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. For we know, as often as we eat of this bread and drink of this cup, that we proclaim Christ's death, his resurrection, and his glorious coming again. Let us now and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The table is prepared for all who believe, for all who confess Christ as their Lord and Savior. For those who have been baptized and renewed, this table is set for you, this feast, true body, true blood, for you come the table is prepared you may be seated and the ushers will bring you forward will you please stand thank you for sharing the gift that god has given you with us thank you so much And you guys, too, for sharing the gifts that God has given you. You all have been part of this worship service, playing to an audience of one. I'm sure he is smiling and looking at his kids, saying, aren't they cute? And now the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. And be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor. And give you his peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.